Hello and welcome to the Lost Art Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar Cummins. That's me, 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 me. Yes, and today we are discussing the topic of unexpected collaborations, ones that we saw and threw us a little bit like, really, they're working together? I know a lot of kind of crazy stuff happens with people recording in the same studio and it's like, oh, you should come in on this track. Mm. Like, like nowadays you have to run up by your, both your record labels and publishers and all that stuff before it happens. But uh, some of these are just... They're bizarre. Bizarre combinations yeah. of people bizarre. together. Like these are the kind of things you'd imagine... Like ideas, you know, when like two people meet at it, like an award ceremony. Yeah, hey, we should work together. Yeah, they're both coked off their face. Yeah, in the exactly. We should yeah. work together because you know, could it could actually work? And yeah. then they never do it. These are the ones that somehow did it. Yeah, they made it work. It's it's so bizarre. Like how bizarre that it's bizarre. literally almost everything here is some sort of fresh hell. You know what I mean? Like most of it is. Yeah, well, I, 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 I know. Like, I did. I think did things a little bit differently. I chose whether I decided whether it worked or not. But we can talk about that anyway. That's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm looking at the list here. Like, you reminded me of one. You reminded me of one that I talked about for months. And yeah, actually, yeah, I mean, meant, you had to put it on. You yeah, had I, to. I forgot all about it, and I had to take one off to put it in. Um, and it's actually, it's the one I have the least amount of information on because it stands by itself. It's Some the of these I couldn't find any info on. Yeah, I think the, it's honestly a case of one phone call made by a record label to another record label. Uh, and that's all there is to it. Mm. Well, we got, you know, yeah, it's crazy. You're right, though. Some of them have no info. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were, there's not, there's not much information out there because they're so weird and bad. And kind of looked upon as a bad period in that artist's <laughs> life. That they're like, yeah. the minute it's brought up, they're like, nah, move on. Talk about the time I threw a woman down the stairs or something. I'm not talking about that song. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, anything anything at all. My, any of my illegitimate children or the fact yeah. that I called uh, AIDS a good thing. Yeah. Uh, don't. Uh, so um, we're not going to mention any of the songs off the Judgment Night soundtrack. There's no point. No, no, no. There's no point in really talking about the Judgment Night soundtrack. It's, it's a brilliant collaboration mm. of rock and hip hop artists together. But it's for that soundtrack, and loads mm. of them recorded for that. Same way, like a couple of soundtracks have done that as well. Since yeah, there's no spawn as well. There's no point in picking ones that that came together because of an idea or one thing. These are ones that yeah. threw us yes completely, and I don't really know why they exist. So, uh, so who's your first one anyway? My first one uh, starts off uh, like when I start telling you about who it is and what it is. You're like. Oh, Okay, right, I was thinking we're going to just spin the wheel, like spin the wheel and get the yeah. two artists, like spin. Who's the first artist to pop out a wheel? Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, it's 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 uh, the first the first artist is Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, spin the wheel again. Who do you get second artist? Exactly, honest to God, that's what it, that's what it feels like. <laughs> right. um, it's it's Queens of the Stone Age, and it's a uh, it's off the album like Clockwork from uh, 2013, I think. And the song, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, what's the song? The song's called Fairweather, Fairweather Friends. Now, when we first talked about doing this podcast, obviously the first thing I did was I go to Google. I have a couple in my head, but I want to see. Yeah, we, we can fill it out with six, but we want to replace yeah. them with better ones. Exactly. Remember, yeah. going, oh, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I always have one or two in my head, like, Jesus, do you remember that? And then I go to Google and I pop it in and I see if I can outweird myself. Mm. Um, I see if I can like if there's anything kind of obvious or stuff I forgot about or you know the average your usual little bit of research will always start with Google um, and 
so I put, I, <laughs> I put into Google, you know, like weird music collaborations, you know, or weird band collaborations, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm scrolling through all these lists, and I'm like, oh yeah, I knew that one, I knew that one, I knew that one, I knew that one. And I get to this, and it's Queens of the Stone Age and Elton John. Elton John. Elton fucking John. I presume he's a singing or playing piano or both. 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 No way. Is yeah. he having a little sing on it as well? He hasn't. Now, it's... Ding, 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 ding. Exactly. I bet he plays ding, ding, ding. Yeah, he does. I think I know this song anyway. Uh, I, I've, I've... Listen, I said this a thousand times. I don't I'm not remember. He was I'm, on this, though. I'm not a massive fan of Queens of Stone. It's a fine. They're fine. They're just... They're not that bad for me. And the people think... Yeah. Loads of people are fucking mad for them. And I don't hate them. I just think they're an advanced Foo Fighters. There's something, he has this particular style of writing that sounds like he doesn't have a style of writing. And it kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that he is a, a terrible person. Uh, he is the, he's the songwriting equivalent of doing your hair to make it look like you didn't do your hair. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not just, bad. It's not good or bad. It's just a thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a lazy and, approach that is not lazy. Definitely well-calculated yeah. approach that seems um, kind of... Cool and blase and lazy. Like, yeah. even when I was reading about this album, like, the, the rest of the guys in the band were like, listen, and who even knows who's in the fucking band anymore? Once Nick Oliveri is gone, like, who really gives a shite? Yeah. Like, Queens of Stone Age seems to be, like, the Josh Holm fucking solo project, and then he just kind of rings people up, do you want to be on this, do you want to be on this? And this was, yeah. this is a weird album. One or two of the guys in the band um, that were still in the band where I asked him, I was like, listen, when are we going to get together? Because he was, he was out sick. He had got a uh, MRSA. He got like a staph infection or something and nearly died. Right. And then he was fucking on the pipe or something. He's, he's always telling people that, oh, you know, I'll take six months off because I was on the pipe. Where are you though? Where are you? He's like, I, I don't know, man. I always get the feeling laughing that he's just like trying to be cool fucking dude. He's always telling people, oh man, I was on the fucking, I was, on, I was banging up heroin there for a few weeks, you know, just because, yeah. you know, you know I mean, my dog got not- an infection in her ear, you know? Yeah. Like, I, th- I don't know. I always just get that trying real hard to be cool off him. But uh, yeah. he definitely comes across as cool. He's very good at pretending to be cool. Like, one of the best. One <laughs> of the best at pretending to be cool, this fella. You know, he makes everything look fucking effortless. And whenever, yeah. like, you watch an interview with him or anything like that, he always pulls up on a, on a, in, on a Harley or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He always pulls up on a fucking bike or a classic car. He lost his kill when he fought. He lost kind of cool points when he kicked that reporter's camera into her back into her face. That time, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, "Sorry about that. I was just rock and roll." And didn't he say like, oh, "Didn't he say like I was on the pipe that night or something like that?" I was rock Maybe. and roll, you know. And I was on the pipe as well. Shut the fuck up. He did. He did that thing where he slowly stopped. I, I can tell a fucking bullshit liar whenever yeah. I see one. When they do this thing where they stop, they look away from the camera and he goes, "I think I need to ask myself some serious questions." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah right. but I think he was having one of those fucking periods in his life around the time before this album. So the the the, the guys in the band got on to him. They're like, "Listen, we're gonna you know, get back into the folk studio and bang out a few few songs. How many songs?" And he's like, yeah. "I was reading an interview. And he's like, yeah, loads of songs. Apparently, no songs." So he no done songs. exactly what I said. He done. We just goes into the studio and he just starts kind of caterwauling and making some fucking noise. But they start in- exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he'd uh, he'd fuck he has that fucking it's almost like a fucking American David Bowie sometimes. Yes, very much. Um he he so he invited a bunch of people to uh, kind of guest on the album with him. So uh, apparently this album was supposed to be produced by Trent Reznor and he turned his nose up. He's like, nah, no, I'll, you know, I'll jump on the album for a song or something, you know, I'll do yeah. it. So he guessed it yeah. on the song singing or something. Um, Jake Shears from the Scissor Sisters makes an appearance on it. 
I, uh, I think they get a bad rap to the sisters. They're, I think they're all right. They're, yeah, perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys is on it. Of course, because produ- Josh yeah. Hunt produced uh, one of their albums. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Lavelle from Uncle, who's like the only proper actual oh, yeah. member of Uncle, kind of left, the only yeah. stalwart member of Uncle. Uh, Brody Dahl from the Distillers, obviously. Um, she's sex on it. And, yeah. Dave Grohl plays uh, drums. Uh, they get, they got, they tried to get Nick Oliveri wanted to come back to play bass, and apparently Josh Holmes said yeah. And then when it came down to it, he was like, "No, nah, actually, I don't, I don't want them back." You know, after no. all that grief or whatever. Because um, he does drugs. Because he does drugs, and I only pretend to do drugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't actually have to do drugs. Yeah, Are you mad? Yeah. This one's gonna show up yeah. literally the suitcase full of tablets and stabbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm gonna be stuck there with me kind of monster. Oh man, I, I went too hard last night. I was on, I was on, I was on the gear till like seven o'clock this morning. I just yeah, can't. No room the left. Heavy, the heavy, black, yeah. actual black tar heroin. Yeah, exactly. Bought, bought from Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Lanigan is on this album as well. He's actually, I think he's on this song with Elton John. Um, it was Speaking really Mark hard. Lanigan. Just really quickly, yeah. he had a fucking weird bust up with Liam Gallagher last week. <laughs> yeah, because fucking Lanigan brought his book out and gave out about fucking Gallagher and Gallagher went mad on Twitter and then they started fucking bitching at each other about who was more rock and yeah. roll it was, the, it, it was the same week Johnny Logan had a go at Dickie yeah. Rock I didn't know yeah. which which uh, feud I was felt like the 90, late 90s yeah. again exactly the boy a copy of Smash Hits to see who said what yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry uh, what was no, uh, Mark Lanigan uh, Mark Lanigan was on it as well Dave Grohl plays drums uh, it's just this weird fucking like it yeah. feels like the whole thing was kind of thrown together, but apparently what happened was a couple of months before this, Elton John was in like um in a he was getting a lift off somebody. What do you call it? Not a taxi, a fucking like you you get a driver in a car. Chauffeur. Yeah, yeah, like a chauffeur service, like a fucking pickup service, going from like one airport to another or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, he kind of knew the driver because he picked him up a couple of times. And Elton says to him, you know, have you got any music there? Throw some music on while we're driving. And this, the driver had a copy of like Them Crooked Vultures. Right. And he was playing it. And Elton John was like, this is really fucking good. Like, who was this? So the driver was like, this is Them Cro- Crooked Vultures. You know, if you like this, yeah. I think you might like uh, Queens of Stone Age, the same deal. You know, it's kind of his main project. And Elton John like, that sounds fucking great. Like, these guys are amazing. So the guy just fucking pulls out his phone, hits auto dial because he knows Josh Home, rings him, puts him on speakerphone, and throws the phone over to Elton John. No so uh, Elton John's talking to Josh Home, and he's like, you know, listen, you know, name your band is Queens of Stone Age. I think it's about time you had an actual queen on one of your records. So <laughs> Josh goes, absolutely, man, let's fucking do it. So they organize um, whatever studio they're in in Los Angeles or wherever the fuck it is. And Elton John was actually in town. He was doing a guest spot for someone else. And it's me brain, some like old crooner. I can't, my brain has gone fucking blank on it. Right. He was doing like a little guest spot for them as well. So he finished up with them and he ran like three blocks around the corner to where Queens of Stone Age were recording the album. Went in, he, he apparently automatically assumed that there was just going to be a ballad because whenever he's asked to, to jump in on a record, it's always yeah. so full. Ballad, you know, yeah, because he was on a he was on an Alice in Chains album before yeah. this, and that's he a kind of that. ballady song. Yeah, he yeah. done uh, he done something with Alice Cooper as well, and it's a ballady song as well. Yeah, so um, yeah. he's saying like whenever I get asked to do kind of rock stuff, it's always a ballad. And he says I've never actually played on like a hard rock album. It's never in my life have I played a hard rock song on a hard, hard rock album. So I just assume these comes are after writing of you know piano we played and drug anthem or something. Yeah, it seems to me that you lived your yeah. life <laughs> exactly. like a queen in the Stone Age. Exactly. <laughs> so he shows up and Holmes says, like, right, you're ready to go. And he goes, all right, it's a ballad, I assume. And Holmes says, no, no, man, this is like balls to the wall, fucking rock and roll. Well, you're in the band for the day. So uh, 
I'm going to start off with these off chords. And I'm going to go. Yeah. And you're, you're going to go. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah. Perfect. Nail it. Green what card. I, what I will say, it was incredibly difficult to try and pinpoint the part that Elton John sings on this song as well, right? Yeah, I didn't there's, know a lot, there's a lot of weird mixing going on mm. in this song. You'll definitely hear the piano. I'm going to play a little section of it now. But you'll hear yeah. the piano. And there's this weird mix that I, I think is Elton John. But right. it's got this weird filter on it. Could be, I could be completely wrong because the rest of it, just I think Mark Lanigan might be on the song somewhere as well. So oh, yeah, just so you know, we're going to play these bits. Yeah, well. we're going to play a few, a few, a few Lilla bits. So I'm going to hit, um, I'm figure this out. That's, again, new technology. You're going to need yeah. to bear with us. On, uh, well, it's better that we do this so you can hear the bits because we wouldn't subject you to this playlist. We're, we're just giving you the, the cream of the crop. All right, so I'm going to play a little bit now. Um, again, this new technology, so bear with us. But uh, this is Queens of Stone Age, Elton John, apparently. There you go. Again, another reasonably yeah. standard Queens of Stone Age song that again yeah. sounds like uh sounds like he spent thirty years writing it, but uh, he just fills in the gaps in the music with other instruments and it sounds like American David but yeah, somewhere you can definitely hear the piano. You had I think I think at least two, maybe three different vocalists going on, jumping, but they, they're yeah. so compressed and limited. I thought I heard a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's so it's compressed to death, to fucking mm. death. So there's no life left in it. And then you've got this weird uh, kind of left channel kind of backup vocal thing that kind of jumps in there in, in between. He's doing vocally. He's after composing vocally the way he composes musically, where he'll go like dar nar nar dow dar nar now, but in between he'll go like dar nar nar dow dar nar now. And again, it sounds like oh my god, this cunt is a fucking maestro, but it's not. Like he's just the piano does sound deadly on it though. Of course it does. Piano, piano and electric guitar, like just the start of guitar and piano together is one of like you don't hear it anymore. But there's nothing a shit kicker in the world. As a yeah. good fucking honky tonking blasting piano and a fucking distortion <laughs> car. There's nothing to make him want to take a top off and run around more. Like in life. <laughs> it's fucking outrageous. And it's rarely done anymore. So when you do hear yeah. it, and you mostly see it live as well, you know, sometimes you just see like a YouTube video, some band you like, and they'll, yeah. uh, <coughs> they'll have brought in some fucking pianist or whatever. And it's mixed really blow. high as well. Oh, ding, ding. And it's fucking blazing. Oh, yeah. Fucking dicks out, lads, in your gaff on your own. Anyway, uh, uh, who is your next one? My first one is Texas. Going to spin the wheel now, and we landed yeah. on Scottish band, Scottish rock band Texas. And uh, let's spin the wheel again and see who yeah. we ended up for a collaboration. It's only Wu Tang Clan. Jesus, I ha- I had to have a listen to this. 
And, uh, it's terrible. It's not good it's at so all. Bad. Like that not, sample. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't even work. It's in the wrong it's key even, and everything. It sounds like it's in the wrong key. This song. It is, yeah. So this is the all day, every day version. So it's not. A re- it is a remix, but it's not. It, we, I, when we were doing this, I think both of us decided we weren't going to pick something that was just a remix or yeah, something yeah, that was yeah, yeah. No sampled. Point. There's no point. No point. Yeah. So these went to the trouble of. I think re-recording Charlene's Spiteri mm. from, and they also played this live at uh, the Brit Awards. But you know so, what? Do you know what's annoyed me? Before you even tell me more about it, what's annoyed me is it's not the Wu Tang Clan. Well, it's, it's Method, Method Man, Man and RZA. And RZA's RZA's yeah. doing the doing the fucking remix, yeah. Yeah. But it's Method Man does all the all the fucking vocals on it, and his lyrics in it are some of the worst. Like he wrote them on the back <laughs> of a McDonald's chip wrapper yeah. on the way to the studio. He's literally he's not even rhyming by the end of it. I listened to the whole song, waiting, <laughs> waiting for it to get good. By the end of it, he's just saying stuff, and he doesn't. The best thing is at the start of it, you're like this is actually all right. It starts yeah. off like a, a standard Wu Tang yeah. Clan song, mm. and then when it comes into and then I get that feel, it sounds yeah. so jarring. It doesn't even work. Yeah, it doesn't work. At but all. The, the, what's mad is that that's I really like that song. That Texas song is perfectly fine. Yeah, pop it's song grand, yeah, like yeah. and the sample. That RZA has used on it. It's actually a really cool sample, but it's it is. fucking wrong. And, and it works for the first part. Yeah, it, we'll, we'll see it in a few minutes when we mm. play it. <clears throat> but um, she said that like they're the biggest human beings she's ever seen in her life. Like mm. they're monsters, huge. Uh, and uh, they were. She said that Raekwon was like, "Yo, who's that singing on the track?" And it was like, "That's the girl there, there, Charlene, girly." Yeah. I was like, "You sound black." <laughs> that's at least that's all right yeah. said sound yeah. black he's a and she was like, bastard she yeah. was like thanks thanks yeah. <laughs> and I uh, said Method Man's lovely lovely fella nice guy altogether Method Man's gone, gone fucking full gym bunny he's on uh, oh, Instagram he? yeah he's starting his own gym and his own like selling weights and all that's mad green yeah. like I don't want my wheel tank clan fit and muscular you know what I mean yeah well uh, okay let, let, just so people know what we're talking about, uh, hit it there from yeah, from the, yeah. the time that I, I said there. Right, what's your name? Fourteen. Right here we go. Have a listen. As I walk in the shadow of death, sixteen men on a dead man's chest. Your host this Eve, Mister H O T. And I get you get splashed with the tech. Nobody go to the guard say so. You got a second or more to run for the dough. Before I blow back off the map, contact. You didn't know stack could get down like that. And when I get that feeling, I yeah. can no longer slide. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That doesn't work. No, not not even a, like a tiny bit. Like, There's a really bit where, and truly. Like, the bridge is awful. The bridge comes out of nowhere yeah. and it turns the whole song into a major key. And it's awful. It's yeah. an awful, awful song choice if you were to write a song like yes. that. Then, then the actual chorus comes back in and the, the, the sample goes over the first line. You're like, that's yeah. not bad. Not then bad. Like, then the, then the chords change. 
and, and, it, and it fucking breaks away again. Your whole brain's yeah. like, what? It's, it's, this is badly done. Don't is do it this. A, is it a James Bond sample? It sounds like a James Bond it sample. It sounds like, no, I don't think it is. I think it's from yeah. an, old, an old film, like most of their stuff. But uh, yeah. it does sound like a James Bond film. Yeah. But I have to say, for me now, I gave this a weirdness uh, score of 7 out of 10. <laughs> And a music score of four out of ten. Yeah, it's not good. It's bad. A, a five out of seven score. Looking at that today. I noticed that they've worked with they've worked with Yoko Ono and Cher. That's that's <laughs> weird. But I think the weirder one is who she's worked with. Oh yeah. Before. she guested on Ramstein's Rosenrot album. Charlene Spateri from Texas on the, on the song uh, Stir Nicht Vormir which means don't die before I do mm-hmm. uh, that's not a good song either maybe she's just a Jonas like I don't know like, yeah well to be fair, they split they split their Texas song up and made a, a sort of bags of it mm-hmm. uh, there's a great picture of her and uh, Riza, I think. No, mm. it be yeah, Riza on the cover of one of the magazines. It's a great, it's a classic photo. And it's yeah. the famous photo from the Brit Awards where yeah. he's singing over her shoulder and it's kind of cool. But it's not a good song, unfortunately. It's yeah, not. like I said, it's worth, it's worth noting because it's such a bizarre Texas. Yeah, yeah. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang for a while were, were uh, very much mercenary. They're fucking money mad. I tried the book about, jeez, it would have been 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, I tried to book the Wu-Tang Clan for a gig here. I got offered them. And, uh, I was, of course, I'm like, holy fuck, are you for real? Like, seriously? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, this is a... Uh, I said, send me over, like, the price list with the rider and all that, and let me see if I can figure yeah. this out. And it was fucking outrageous. It was absolutely outrageous. Um, They had this they had this weird mixed bag situation. They were like, okay, so you're booking the Wu-Tang Clan, but you don't know who you're going to get. It's an absolute pick and mix of who's that available bullshit. that day, right? Bullshit. That's the way... Yeah, Wu-Tang worked like that for literally about 20 years. And um, maybe not 20, let's, let's say 10, 12 years. They operate like that. Depending on who was available, who was in the country. And then they had all the, uh, the kind of affiliate rappers, like the, the, what, what they call the Wu-Tang Killer Bees, which is like all their, yeah. their kind of mates that they put records out for. That's like, that's like uh, wrestling. If you go see wrestling yes. live, you don't know. Yeah. Well, you do know who you're going to get before, but the crowd know who they're going to get. But the bookers might not know oh, yeah. exactly who's available. Yeah. But I, I always remember like looking at the price list and it was like, okay, for a once-off gig, um, in a regular venue, it was, uh, how much was it? It was 60 grand. So 60 grand to book Wu-Tang for one single gig. And if it was a festival, it was 150 grand to book Jesus. Wu-Tang Clan. But on top of that, like the money was one thing. The money was like, Jesus Christ, okay, this isn't happening. But the rider was fucking mental. So wherever they were before, you had to pay for every single member and crew to get first class tickets on a plane to get here Jeez. right so you're already looking at the guts of nine members of Wu-Tang Clan and then whatever crew okay yeah like their road manager and stuff the rest of the, the people like the guys with the fucking decks and keyboards they'll come over on the ferry with the gear or whatever so you had right. to pay for the ferry as well then every yeah. single member of the band had to get um, a five-star hotel room on their own um, you had to supply it was like 30 bottles of Cristal 20 bottles of Hennessy it was just the list was fucking insane like it, you were you know looking that's, at one of those, that's one of those fuck off quotes like well do it if you can do all that oh but yeah yeah mostly we're really telling you fuck off it was just it, by the time i think i thought up it was going to cost something like 180 grand to put them <laughs> on and i was like it's fucking full-on fuck off like no wonder it's rare to see 
then play yeah. an actual gig gig. And know? then if you got like, I don't know, they only sent two of the lads over and a load of shams with them. Yeah, end know? up with like Capadonna and fucking Master Killer or something. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the lads are there from the get go, but like they're not the ones anybody gives a fuck about. You know what I mean? No, like inspect, yeah. inspect the deck is where you draw the line. Nothing past him. You're like, it's not really Wu Tang <laughs> Clan anymore. But uh, it was fucking, yeah, I couldn't, that, that broke me little, little hearts that I wasn't able to put them on. Yeah, I, I get that. Well, look, yeah. that's uh, my first weird collaboration or unexpected collaboration. Yeah. Uh, Texas featuring Wu-Tang Clown. Who is your next one? Next one might be the daddy of them all. That's the one you reminded me. When we did this list, when we did this list, I was looking going, hang on, you didn't add the one I presumed you were going to add. And you were like, oh shit, I forgot about that. I'm like, yeah, well I left it for you because you yeah. thought you were going to do it. Yeah, this, this album came out uh, two years ago. It came out in 2018 and I didn't know. Now, first of all, I'm not a massive fan of either person involved in it. But you no. would think that you would hear it's going to happen. I remember going on the Spotify one day. And sometimes, I don't know if you do it, but sometimes I'll be on Spotify and I, I, I don't want to listen to the same shit or whatever. And I just go yeah. to new, new releases and see if there's anybody catches me or, I, or anybody yeah. has put something out I didn't know about or whatever. And like, they're, they're sitting at me and like, <laughs> release that day, release that day was an album called 44 slash 876. And I'm there, what the fuck? <laughs> It didn't make any sense because this album was by Sting and Shaggy. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't, I don't even get it. I, I just, don't um, understand. I just, I honestly like, don't. In, in essence, if you keep thinking about it harder and longer, you'll realize musically, okay, yeah, Sting and his bullshit fake fucking reggae yeah, yeah. accent that he does. Like, it is reggae. I, I don't, I'm, like, if you're a reggae fan, you think fucking Sting and the Police are good, grand. I don't like reggae, so I'm not gonna like it that much. Yeah, and, uh, and Shaggy like isn't even particularly reggae either. No, he's he, just he's more, no, he just shouts. I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. wasn't me. Like I, you know what I mean? They call me Mr. Boom, but like it's just yeah. a pop music. It's not reggae. I don't know yeah. what this album's meant to be. So forty four eight seven six are the the calling codes for the UK and Jamaica, right? That's oh, how, that's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's how that's how lowbrow. It is. The album cover just two das. Two absolute <laughs> das. Sta- sitting on motorcycles looking at you. The full, full da fucking like embarrassing da photos, right? The two lads. Yeah. They didn't even like I would assume that if Sting and Shaggy were going to make an album in 2018, both lads are getting on in years. They're not gonna be you know, they don't look like like Sting doesn't look like fucking, you know, don't stand so close to me. It doesn't look like that anymore. Shaggy doesn't look like Mr. Boombastic. So you think they'd come up with some sort of like yeah. cool art. You know what I mean? No. So the thing the thing that threw me is it's not a song. It's a full album. A full album. Like, it's a fucking horror show. I listen to it. <laughs> I listen to it. I fucking put it on there and then. I have to do it. I listen to the whole bastard thing. And then today... Um, or the last couple of days for this podcast, I listened. I felt I just trying to find some absolute beauts. Like now, it's all like Sting is <laughs> Sting is singing in his best like Caribbean kind of accent. Oh, hey, when he does that, yeah. why, does he, why is he allowed to do that? I don't know. Matter, right? He's from like Kensington or something. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not allowed. Yeah. You're just that's cultural appropriation. He's like, I guess you call it. it suicide. But yeah. da, 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 I just don't. Yeah. Now, what are you? Ah, stop thing, that. Weird. Um, it's weird. As well. Above everything else, it's weird. The worst thing about this album is is not the album, it's the fact that they toured it. 
Oh, fucking right? hell. They, they toured it. And uh, I've read some fucking reviews, man, that were just beauts. Because it's very hard to find anything <laughs> about this album, right? Like, yeah. like I said, they don't want to talk about it. I don't think. Or maybe if they are proud of, proud of it, that just it comes out wrong. But the, the reviews are fucking smashing. Are smashing. What this is one of them here? The Guardian. What <laughs> the Guardian said it was so bad that they thought about joining the Foreign Legion just to forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Mike, no, I'd be blown away and sort of. I'd love it if it turned out to have been good and the reviews were amazing. I was like shit, it no. transcends what no. it is to uh, Daz on motorbikes in the front cover, and uh, it's 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 not as reggae-ish, mm. and there's actually some talk on into it. It's quite progressive now. No. But no. apparently, when they were doing it live, like it's just the, the album's not that long, so they ended up. It was like, okay, it's going to be Sting and Shaggy, and we're going to do you know songs from our new album, but then we're going to do you know st- selections from Sting's back catalogue and selections from Shaggy's back catalogue. So apparently, when <laughs> they were doing when they were doing performing the album, like. Shaggy done like two songs and that was it. And then the rest of it was just sting songs. So Shaggy <laughs> just ends up walking around the stage, just shouting oh, like, oh, no. like giving it like, are you ready? You know, A-O, all this type of show for the whole oh, gig. Shit. So Pitchfork said that they could feel the testosterone leaving their body as they watched this gig, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Can you imagine fucking sting by like they call him Mr. Bombastic, and it's like that's oh, exactly on, man. that's that's my song. It's, I've only got two. Will you let me have it? <laughs> Stop robbing me song, you prick. Stop I'm robbing gonna, me one song. I'm gonna play a little bit of it, right? Just oh, like, God, and this is listen. This is this is just whatever. This is this is a good indication of what the rest of this fucking album sounds right. like, right? Let me let me just learn this one. No deal. When the sun goes down, the light of the world won't stay. Come lay down here beside me Waiting for the break of day In the darkest night The moon she stays away Come on hold me close tonight We're waiting for the break of day and hold me close tonight Waiting for a break of day For the break, for the break Yeah Blue moon rising, tides and dark skies Overnight passing ships Top day, on tide Chest board, baby, can swallow pride Peace back and forth Who wants Shaggy in my coat? Ocean, spirit, hands, tremble, so they pray I have to catch you anymore I have to off I <laughs> it's like Sting came in. He's like, listen, I have these reggae songs I've been working on for 50 yeah. years. And Shaggy goes, Reggae's in my blood, man. Just go. Just, but do you not want to hear it? though? just go. Just go. Press record. Just record it. Oh, my God. Isn't, isn't, uh, isn't Shaggy American? Like he's, oh, no, I think he might have been born he? in Trenchtown. I, I don't know. I have no uh, idea. I think he's like his dad was like a military guy or something. Like it could remember. be. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I, I, I actually t- planned on looking this up earlier and I couldn't bring myself to it. It was too fucking afraid. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, while you do that, I'm gonna like just ask, what was Sting thinking? Because Shaggy's like probably going, "Fuck, man, that is a golden opportunity." I'm doing like these best of the '90s festivals, or maybe mm. I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe Shaggy was doing all right. All I remember is that like Mr. Bombastic, which is not a terrible song. It's not yeah. good either. Yeah. And then a uh, 
It wasn't me. Did you come in on the can? It wasn't. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible, tragic song. All right, so oh. he is he is a Jamaican, but he served the United States Marine Corps. So he's oh, hard he was cut. in it. That's right. He was in the. Yeah. I knew it was that a hard bastard. Like yeah. hard fucker, but you, that fucking album, that fucking album, <laughs> I can't. It's literally all like that. There's no let up. Like it goes down, and then they try to do the kind of more fucking the more bombastic kind of reggae upbeats up. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's fucking atrocious, man. Things are like, oh, waiting for the break of day. Look at, uh, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the day and it's going to get bright. Uh, I have I name checked check the name of the song already exactly, in the lyrics? Yes, exactly. I have. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Well, I better do it again in a minute. <laughs> exactly. With, with my pal here, Sting. Like, it's fucking that is... scutter. Scutter, scutter, scutter. Scutter, scutter, scutter is what it is. <laughs> Who was your next one? We have to move away from it. My next one, Roy, let's spin the wheel of randomness. Okay. And uh, tick, 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 the first ball that comes out, it's pop sensation, Janet Jackson. Okay. That's fairly okay. All right. Now, who could she be doing a duet with? I don't know, because it doesn't actually say in this. It doesn't say. I'm particularly interested here. You're, you would never. I could give you 1,000 guesses. Okay. 1,000. Yeah. Well, I could give you, I could genuinely, this is fucked up, give you 1,000 guesses, and you still wouldn't get it in another 1,000 after that. Okay, just it's tell me, hit me with it. Cliff Richard. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> Not off. Like it gets spicier. It's produced by Giorgio Moroder and on Shut bass, Ar- Arthur Barros from uh, Frank Zappa's band playing yeah. bass guitar. The fuck out of here with that shit. Janet Jackson featuring Cliff Richard produced by Giorgio Moroder. That, do you know what? Just play this so people believe that yeah. it's a thing. Let me just get so right people here. believe that it's an actual thing that happened in the world. <laughs> It's mad, that's, isn't it? That's top notch. That's, that's what that is. It doesn't really geez. like. It doesn't really sound like either of them either, which is very. Here's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't even sound like Janet Jackson. Yeah. from that era. So I think there is zero information on this song. Like yeah. I'm talking zero. You can't find anything. So this was clearly a phone call from one, <laughs> one record label to an executive. Another one going. Who have you got? We need to break Janet in England. We need to yeah. break Cliff in America yeah. properly. Yeah. Uh, let's put these together. It's not, it's like, shit, well, what kind of song? Because Janet Jackson was known for a more disco beat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I reckon that song had to bend for Cliff Richard, to be Maybe. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I thought, what do you think about like <laughs> Wouldn't be the first person to bend for, no, what? What? <laughs> didn't say that. Do you remember he was ropey for about two months? Do you remember that? Was he ropey? Oh, Jesus. They went after him. They thought he was a pedo. Oh, they did, yeah. Yeah, for like two months. And then it just disappeared. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. He uh, th- this sort of sounds like more of a kind of thing that, yeah, his style at the time. He had that kind of cheesy song. Yeah. It's just this was eight nineteen eighty four. That's when he had those cheesy kind of songs. Mm. There, no, I searched and scoured trying to find out why they did this together, and I really couldn't. 
figure it out at all. The album didn't really do very well. Um, I'd give it a, on a weirdness scale. Oh, I say eight out of ten. Yeah, as weird. It's, it's good and weird. And the res- and the song itself, I'd say I'd give maybe a five or six because it's fine. It's fine. It it's, fine. Like, it's, it's music. You know what it sounds like? It's an absolute rip of Islands in the Stream. I think. Yeah, it feels like it's gone it has away. That, yeah. Left vocal, his vocal, then the yeah, nice yeah, chord yeah. change. Two, two, two. Yeah. It's fucking, yeah, it's not great. I, um, <laughs> whenever I smart. hear, whenever I hear songs like this, right, these absolute kind of like throw away, whether it be kind of 80s or 90s, just pop chum kind of shit. You know, it's like, all right, we're under yeah. contractual obligation to bang out an album. Just fucking do it. Who have you got songwriters? All right, we have these 10 uh, producers who sent us in songs in the last 10, like, year and uh, we can buy the songs for tuples off them. And they buy them and they just do their best to try and make them reasonable. Whenever I think yeah. of those albums, I always imagine, you know, like people are asking, like, what's your Desert, uh, it's your desert Island album? Yeah. What's your Desert Island? Imagine being stuck in a Desert Island with one of them. With one of those fucking, with one of those albums that just goes nowhere. Oh, like 45 minutes or whatever, how long it is, of absolute, like, dire shite. Absolute dire fucking shite. Like, Cause you, like, it's mad. The more I think about this, right, the year beforehand, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson did a song with an English artist, Paul mm-hmm. McCartney. Say, That's say, right. say it was a year yeah. before this or two years maybe. So she probably was like, yeah, well, I can do that as well. I'll get a, a famous English artist yeah, who's next on the phone. Who's Listen. next after, after Paul McCartney? Oh, just listen. Well, I tell you. About this fella and his living, walking, talking. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's monstrously, he's huge. Yeah. Yeah, he's huge in England. And he is, he was. He and was, I don't know how big he was in America, but probably... This was the attempt to. I just I can't stop thinking about the idea of Janet Jackson and Cliff Richard. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit like Vanilla Ice and Daniel O'Donnell or something. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah, doesn't it make is. sense. Doesn't make sense. It. Yeah. This was one of my favorite ones. I wish I could have found more information. The only thing I oh, could yeah. find is a little kind of tidbit that uh, Janet Jackson refused the Britney Spears song "I'm a Slave for You," which yeah. was a huge song mm. for Britney. But then Britney refused a little song called. Umbrella, yeah, stinger, yeah, should have stinger. had that. Yeah. Cl- Cliff Richard refused absolutely nothing ever. Oh, you better ever believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to do a song with Jenna Jackson? <coughs> yeah, okay, we'll do okay, that. Yeah, yeah. who is she? Uh, yeah. And will it make me seem straight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's way too young for you, but you make it seem straight at least. Pedo or straight? I'll take a uh, pedo and straight over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not. He's, he's 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 uh, he's one of those. T- is he? I don't know. He's not a pedo anyway. I don't think anyway. Uh, I don't so, think so. I congratulations, Cliff. Yeah, congratulations on us fucking touting you as not being a P. Although, I, like, this sounds awful, but I wouldn't have probably felt the brunt of his that, those kind of actions, but I did hear mistletoe and wine, so I get to experience oh, that. Fucking pain. Pain. Uh, pain if, if, that's a, if, that's a, if that's the worst thing he's ever done, then that's good, fine. I suppose. Yeah, fine. But, uh, who, who's your next one? Next one is something I only found out. It's 11 years old now, and I only found out about it, like, this week. And uh, again, another, like you say, spin the fucking wheel. All right, first one lands on Weezer. All right, spin it again. Who's it land on? Landed on Little Wayne. <laughs> That's mad. Like, that is mad. Weezer and Lil Wayne. What the fuck, man? Uh, the song the song is called Can't Stop Partying, right? And oh, it's, I hate that when you can't stop partying. I hate bet, it. Bet you never partied a day in your life, Rivers, you fucking sap. 
right? Him and him, <laughs> him and fucking Josh Hamm in the green room going, exactly. you back me up and I'll back you up. Exactly. I was on the pipe and yeah. I partied all night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were sucking each other's dicks and everyone was fucking mad. Meanwhile, meanwhile but... Little Wayne and Elton John are yeah. absolute uh, fucking raging. ruiners. Yeah, exactly. Ragers of fucking <laughs> alcohol, drugs, you name it. The city is on fire behind them. You know what I mean? Rivers they should do Josh a song Hall. together. Yeah, exactly. They should do a song together. Oh, <laughs> Rivers and Josh Hamm are just sharing a can of fucking and Red Bull light in the green room, you know. Yeah. Ooh, I feel it's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop partying. <laughs> I can't stop partying. We get a little Wayne in for some legitimacy. Um, this oh, song God. was actually written by Jermaine Dupri. Really? Just to make things even weirder. Uh, yeah, he has a co-writing credit on it. He, um, this is off Weezer's seventh album, their forgotten seventh album, which is called Raditude. I can't even say it, so shy. Raditude. And it has a picture of a dog jumping on it. Uh, Can I interject just for a second? Yeah. There's an official remix of Elton John featuring Little Wayne doing Rocketman. Yeah, I bet you it's good. <laughs> I bet you it's good. I'm just saying they should get together and they did. Yeah, I That's bet you fucked up. Come yeah. on, tell me more about this uh, fucking I, Absolute nonsense. So this literally sounds like, uh, you know, we talked about Weezer doing shy covers before. This sounds like oh. Weezer trying to do, like, a fucking kind of late 80s hip-hop song. Like, apparently, yeah. R- Rivers got, had the riff in his head and then he met Jermaine Dupri or something. I don't know how that happened either. I don't know how the trifecta of Jermaine Dupri, because Lil Wayne and Weezer. He met him at a party because he can't stop he partying. stop. Like, he's at it for like a whole three he's, hours. And he was Rivers in crazy legs keep bringing him to the next party and he just <laughs> ends up there. Ah, oh, guys, I can't stop partying. Yeah. What's his name? Rivers Cuomo or something. Isn't that his name? Cuomo, Cuomo yeah. Cuomo, yeah. Rivers, cr- River, crazy legs Cuomo is his fucking, that's how he's <laughs> people just shuffling behind him we're two next rivers oh <laughs> chucky e. cheese yeah let's go <laughs> to dr quirky's yeah. we're going <laughs> to dr quirky's we're going to play time crisis <laughs> <laughs> oh god can i play sniper scope yeah whatever man whatever <laughs> <laughs> i'll get my head tight tonight but this uh apparently the guitarist the other guitarist in weezer heard of rivers plans to make this kind of real pop album he was like man i'm not into it like, can we not just do fucking, like, another, whatever, green album? Wrestled album. with Jimmy. Yeah. Let's That's just do another fair. fucking you know, indie, geeky rock and roll album, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was like, nah, man, we have to do this real weird pop album. Cunts will love it. And everyone in the band's like, you know, shake We heads. have to stay relevant. Also, I met these people on Saturday Night Live, and they're exactly. cool, and they yeah. liked me. Yeah, they exactly. liked me. Crazy legs. <laughs> they called me crazy legs. <laughs> I'm the fire starter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, apparently, he had to convince the rest of the band. He's like, listen, let's do this one album, and then we'll go back to doing the other stuff. You know, go back to the other stuff. Hang on, sorry. Yeah, they should have (laughs) known. There's no going back. No, no. Uh, So, they made it anyway, and uh, it fucking, apparently, it's just the record label heard it. And they, they cancelled the tour and all, like, for it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but the album was... So, this is fucked up. The album uh, the album only sold half of what the previous album sold as well. Like, that's how bad mm. it was. It's but, almost uh, as if people went, we don't want that. Yes. That's um, a bad idea. Don't do that. But the album was sold in conjunction with an official Weezer Snuggie, which is the blanket that you wear. You know those blankets that have sleeves? Oh, you know what? That's the perfect thing for a fucking Weezer fan. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it yeah. the most Weezer thing you've ever fucking 100%, heard? 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
100%. Like people take Weezer are mad cool. I've been saying it for years. I've saying this no, since they first not, came no, out. They're not no, at all. I don't no. like them, and their fucking fans are nerds. Yeah, they're, I don't hate them. Nerds. I don't hate them, and they have loads of songs that I really like. But I think they should yeah. have just banged out a couple of albums and fucked off into obscurity, because um, yeah. they're just like they're just semi sonic that made it. That's all they are. That li- even looks like a Martin semi sonic. That's all they are. Don't they have an album called Hurley with the guy from that show Lost who's called Hurley oh, yeah. just on yeah. the cover? Yeah. Like, what? Uh, why? They're just mad for like meta fucking left field uh, garbage. Is what are they there just a meme now? Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. They were, they got memed there fucking like two years ago over that Toto show. They were destroyed. Fucking destroyed. Um, oh, I'm yeah, going to play a bit of this. Yeah, I, I, go on. I'm going to try. I, I was going to jump. I'm going to jump a little bit back. I was going to just jump straight into the Little Wayne bit, but I want just to hear I'll see if I can squeeze yeah. just a tiny bit, bit, bit of both, yeah. A little bit of both into it, right? Let's say uh, let's let's have it. Like tomorrow is my funeral. Gotta stop mixing alcohol with pharmaceuticals. And the unusual is the fucking usual. Man, my life is beautiful. And my girls are mutual. Okay, bitches, Weezer and it's Weezy. Upside down MTV. Please don't shoot me down because I'm an endangered species. It's the day of our lives with my night just started. I pray the killer doesn't take the life out the party. That's never going to happen, Rivers. You fucking you know dork. It was so you cool. I went, this, I went to this party and like, because we were all rich, I got validated by rappers. Yeah. It was so yeah. cool. Yeah. And, and they called me boy. Crazy Legs. Yeah. And they called me Crazy Legs, yeah. Cuomo. And yeah. it was the best day. And now we all have to do an album with them. Yeah, exactly. Lads exactly. Like, uh, we were they, the, oh. <laughs> Do you know no, what that is? Okay. He went to a party. Little Wayne was there. Little Wayne called him the N word about ten times, and he thought and he just fucking yeah, amazing. The best, best day of his life. One hundred percent, absolute best day of his life. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Yeah, crazy legs, Cuomo. You man. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> rang his ma. He rang his ma. 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 It happens. Did it? Who was it? Little Wayne. Oh, that's a good one. Didn't uh, Little Wayne do a tour with Blink One Eighty Two as well? He dropped he off. He did. The tour. did. Yeah, oh mm. god, it was apparently not selling at all. And Lil Wayne is huge, he can sell whatever he wants. Like, he's apparently, pretty, yeah, he'd, yeah. He'd apparently, what happened, I read an interview with him, and like I said, he's fucking huge. But they, they've that's a weird, fuck, this is a stupid fucking tour. But Blink 182 were headlining, and he was it was like a co headliner, but he went on forced because they have all the fucking stage equipment and shit, and he's got a DJ, yeah. so it's just easier. But apparently, like, they done three or four gigs, and the arenas weren't full. Now, they sold well, but they weren't full. And he'd been so used to fucking playing, just like sold out stadiums yeah. and arenas for so long that when he was playing, he could see gaps in the crowd. They weren't huge gaps, but he was like, I'm not into this. And he just, uh, this video of it online where he's like, you know, uh, gang, this is the last night I'm going to do this. And uh, oh, Blink-182, yeah, yeah, this is the, this, I'm done now. And Blink-182 went out, and they were like, like, this is a shit ton of people, man. Are you mad? Like, there's fucking thousands of people here. Like, Let's keep doing it. He was like, nah, I'm not into it. It's full or fuck off, basically, for him. Yeah. But uh, absolute dire fucking, like, there's loads so of, bad. Uh, there's loads of rappers who won't work with, like, White Rock acts. They won't give them mm. the fucking card. Validation, the fucking that's all it is. Cred. They won't yeah. give it to them. And I fucking, mm. I kind of would understand, I don't understand, I don't get it, where I come from, but I fucking can see it and go, right, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that was the, and and they were doing they weren't just doing each other's songs. They were like doing mashups of each other's oh, songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and the, the little Wayne bit is so bad because the pain be like, is all wrong. Yeah. I also fell in love with a girl at the rock show when I yeah. was drinking. We, every song he talks about drinking yeah. that lean. Yeah. Yeah. Mad for lean. Yeah. Yeah, codeine and uh, Kool Aid or whatever, yeah. isn't it? We can do Kool Aid or the deal with Seven Up, yeah. Purple, purple drink, yeah. Yeah. purple drink, yeah. Scissor up, scissor up. Uh, yeah, that's as shy as I'd imagine. Actually, it's worse than I imagined. Yeah, it. it's, it's I thought real it was going to be bad, like real, real bad. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Then who is your next one? Oh, this is a this is a wheel spin that'll break the wheel. Okay, this wheel spin, spin that wheel, right? We're gonna spin it and it lands. On. German pop techno superstars Scooter, who what? I was a fan of in the nineties. Uh, yeah, but like, how, how the the wheel won't spin after that now because nothing you can mix that with. That's, that's the end of the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> no, no we're gonna wheel, spin like. it. We're gonna spin it. Who are they with? Status quo. Fuck off. Fuck off. Scooter. Fuck off. Scooter featuring status quo from two thousand and eight. The song is called. Yeah, the song what? is called Jump That Rock Whatever You Want. Jump oh. That Rock. So it's uh, <laughs> Jump it's, That Rock. It's a re recorded version of Whatever You Want in yeah. the style of Scooter and them, uh, where I think the lads had to drop down to D to get like that heavy, yeah, dirty, doof, doof, doof yeah, sound. yeah. And um, they even did a video together, they appeared live together uh, a few times. Fuck. Uh, he said, uh, Francis Rossi said, I wasn't really happy with the guitar sound mm. on it. And the solo, what he said, this is a good chance for a new generation to hear our music. He said, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like Aerosmith and Run DMC. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is, it's yeah. Not. No, it's not. Before I go into the next bit, actually, uh, yeah, I give this a weirdness of 9 out of 10. This is, this is absolutely batshit mad is what this is. 9 out of 10 for that collaboration. Uh, and the result of the music is well I'll let you hear for yourself now yeah I'm going to line some up here now hang on let's get it oh. going right here we go I'd give it oh yeah <laughs> alright crew scooter in the house holy in the world do you know what that sounds like do you know what that sounds like that sounds like the music they play on the on the waltzers in Thunderland. yeah exactly what that sounds like the stuff that's designed to just discombobulate you and make you get sick that's exactly what that you know, sounds like do you know what that sounds like it sounds like a, dr- a song you'd hear about a dream where you got lost in, in russia in russia yeah. for some yeah. reason the last song you heard before you went to bed in the distance was yeah. someone playing whatever you want and you woke up in the dream <laughs> And you're running around, you're lost, or you're in Russia, and it's yeah. going, and whatever you want is going that fast, and, and everyone's looking at you. 
I don't know where you are. That's, <laughs> he, that's the soundtrack of that nightmare. It's like it's not been lost in Russia's nightmare, but it would be if you... You snuck into you the nightclub in Blade where they're banging techno <laughs> in. You can't, you can't deal with it. Just put your headphones in and listen to status quo. But there's yeah. still a bit coming in. <laughs> <laughs> this is from a... This is from the album called Jumping All Over the World. Oh. I love I love Ray Skewer. He's just like this <laughs> German techno band. Uh, they're not really techno. They're kind of pop dance. Yeah, trance you, yeah stuff. they have a um, whatever mix, don't they? This, this album went to number one in the UK. Oh, fucking <laughs> How's hell. It How's it this song? And not only that, it features another couple of covers. Well, this isn't a cover. This was, yeah, yeah. It's more, it's more of a reinterpretation. Rebook, yeah. Because it has actual status quo on it, it is a collaboration. But um, they did a cover of Enola Gay. Really? Indeed. Yeah. And here's a mad one. Here's a mad one. On the album, towards the end. I was scanning it, and I'm glad I did before. It was like, Marianne. It's like, can't be. Really? Can't be the Sisters of Mercy song. Wow. Clicked it. Marianne. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course. Why would he not do a Sisters of Mercy cover on the same one as uh, Status Quo? Fuck him, Actually, I meant to say as well, that Shaggy Shaggy and Sting album went to number one in Germany. Uh, that's something the Germans did. Of course it did. Mad like. into that. Yeah. The Germans are strange when it comes to certain types of things that we would laugh at. They'll buy it and go, actually, I think it's actually okay. Yeah, like, like Scooter and Status Quo. Like, fuck <laughs> me. I didn't, I, ugh, man. Because I heard you the know, fucking, when the, when, the, when the bass drum actually kicks in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Gabba bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? But, but he's giving out, you're saying one of the guys was giving out about the guitar. You can't even hear the fucking guitar. It's so covered <laughs> no. in that. <laughs> that shit. That the guitar is barely in there. Whatever you want. Whatever you need. And it's, oh, man. I can't believe I'm that. I'm the luckiest man that. with the mic in Microphone. my hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Techno look, legend. That's my most weirdest one. Uh, the result I would give that Jesus four three out of ten four out of bad shit crap. Yeah, but uh, it's still I'm glad it exists because yeah, that oh, is yeah. one of yeah. the most random combinations I've ever ever seen. Mm. Who is your next one? My next one is weird, but it's not bad. Um, this could be one of the ones on here that doesn't uh, bother me that much, and. Uh, it's we've actually talked about these this this kind of collaboration type of thing on the podcast before. I can't remember yeah. where or when, but it's Miley Cyrus and the Flaming Lips. That's mad. That is a mad one. It is. That um, is a mad one. Though. So basically, what it was was uh, from what I read, Miley was out there putting out that Bangers album, right? And uh, obviously, everybody went mad for Bangers. It's a big, big fucking album, but it's all it was all yeah. very computerized and digital. And very kind of poppy and synthetic. And she had heard the Flame and Lips um, maybe on a tour at a gig or something. She was like, these guys are really good. Like, I kind of like their sound. And the fact that they kind of changed tempo all the time and they made their instruments sound fucking weird. It didn't all just sound like yeah. guitars and drums and bass. She was like, these guys are really, really fucking good. I wonder if they're interested in doing something. So she approached them. Um, she approached them. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we'd love to do something. So she said, well, let me put together something that, like obviously Flaming Lips are big but they're not as big as fucking yeah. Miley Cyrus right no, so she had to she had to come up with this weird plan to kind of let her record label do it so she signed to RCA Records so basically what she said was she went in and said listen I'm putting out an album and it's not really going to be a Miley Cyrus album like it will be but mm. it won't be but I'm going to self-release it and I'm going to release it for free now if you give me grief over this I'm just going to buy myself out my RCA contract and I'm going to go to somewhere else so yeah. you can do this or you can fuck off 
So they were like, oh, hole. pretty much <laughs> straight up your full hole is where it'll go. So she was, uh, they were like, oh, okay, Moiti, because one of the biggest artists in the fucking world at this stage. So they just let her do it. So fair play to her. She took, um, she took like 50 grand of her own money, booked the studio, went in with the flaming lips, wrote this album, Miley Cyrus and her dead pets is what, the, what it's called. And uh, done a little tour for it and everything, made some videos, banged it all out. It sounds good. I actually like it. This is, this is mad weird. Miley sort of stuff. It I've never sound, heard it, but I'm interested in it's, it. It's just freaky. It's her kind of letting loose. It's her definitely not conforming to the pop standards that people put her into. And all yeah. the lyrics are about fucking riding and doing drugs. You know what I mean? It's definitely her kind of... Those are very cool things. Josh Homme sings about them as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think this is definitely her, like, this is not my album for kids. You know what I mean? There's no, yeah, re- yeah. There's no wrecking ball on here. She, ever since Hannah Montana, she's been trying to run away from that Hannah Montana desperately big run away from time, it. Big time. So this album, when it came out, it was slated. The fucking press hated it. They were like, what the fuck is they were expecting? A Flame and Lips album, maybe with Miley Cyrus singing, or yeah. fucking a Miley Cyrus album with fucking, you know, some influence from the Flame and Lips. And what they got was Well, I don't know what they were expecting mad. for a 50, 50 grand studio tab. That's not going to exactly. get you much in this day and age. Very much not getting you far. So she banged it out. Um, apparently, but the, the kind of prototype to this was that the Flame and Lips were recording a Beatles cover album um, themselves, right. and, and it was called "With a Le- Little Help from My Friends." Is what the name of the Flame and Lips album was. Sounds like something Weezer would do, doesn't it? <laughs> so they invited her in to sing a song. So she sang a Beatles song with them, and then, then they kind of, after getting that little bit of warm up studio time, doing a cover, they're like, "This kind of works. Like, why don't we do something?" Uh, yeah. Let Let me play a little bit of it here, so you just you, you kind of get the. Get the feel. Yeah, give me it. a ba- give me a blast of it. mental it's fucking mental like yeah it's dirty pop yeah very dirty so. pop like um, i definitely hear wayne coin in the background singing away backing yeah, vocals there that's yeah. mad yeah there's there's, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on and the, the album has like big mixes of kind of fucking everything really like every style yeah. of music you would assume are going to be in a Miley cyrus album is in there and every kind of style of stuff that you think you're going to hear um it sounds like there's loads of drops from like like sample packs just thrown in. Like, oh like, fuck Whoa. yeah! Oh yeah, big time! Like again, like you said, uh, uh, a fucking fifty, 50 grand. <laughs> like you're you're literally you're just gonna wear. You're gonna take what you're fucking given, really, and, and yeah. smash it in there. Loads of samples. So they, yeah, they they they, they, like, they got they got in there right and recorded their bits, and neither of those nor Mighty Cyrus nor Flaming Lips knew what that was gonna sound like. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. The producer just went right. That's you's done now. For for the rest of the money, I'll get that banged out, and uh, you'll take what you're given. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like that's uh, yeah. Well, you know, 
Definitely. Give yeah. So well, apparently what, what happened is that, uh, like I said, it was slated upon release. Everybody was like, what the fuck is this? But uh, as time has progressed, uh, this came out and when the fuck did this come out? 2017, was it? No, it was earlier than that. I can't fucking remember. Um, yeah, the song is called Do It. I can't remember when the fuck the album came out. It might have been 2010, actually. And um, uh, since then, it started creeping into all these weird kind of like overlooked lists and it's now right. gaining steam again where people are like, this is way ahead of its time. Like, cult, fucking, cult stars. Yeah. Like people are listening to it going like, this is fucking mental. Why didn't we think this was pretty good when the force came out? So slowly but surely. Because it, it was never going to get, it was never going to get a fair chance to be fair, it was, was it? It was released for free on SoundCloud. Like for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? She just took 50 grand on a little kind of project she wanted to do. That's and pretty cool. Yeah, that's a great, like, that's super. That, first of all, I'd love a lot of 50 grand. But, uh, I definitely yeah. put it into a fucking recording studio. I'd say she's all right. I'd say she's sounding up. She seems sounding Fla- Flaming That's not all, though. That's not the first time the Flaming Lips have ever worked with a Disney kid. Is it not? No. They, I remember one time they came out, uh, oh, it was a Saturday Night Live. They were dancing around and there was a dolphin in the background. And in that dolphin suit was none other than Justin Timberlake. And, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dancing away in the background. Just goes, Justin, do you want to stick on like uh, that? Uh, Dolphin suit and dance. Your people are like, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, right. go, it, it, Michael Jackson would have done it. You should do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Roy, who is your uh, who's your next one? Roy, the wheel is spinning and it okay. has landed on Snoop Dogg. Okay. Now Snoop Dogg has worked with so many fucking yeah, people. Yeah. But this is the one that I remember hearing about years ago. God, when is it? It's uh, it's over ten years ago now. Mm. When I heard this, um, first of all, you've got Whitey Ford from Everlast on guitar. That's not yeah. too weird. Yeah. But the rest of the song, Mr. Willie Nelson. <laughs> now, fuck off. Yeah. You're thinking, fuck, what the fuck have they got in common? Smoking big bowls. Yeah, yeah. weird. Smoking yeah. big bowls of weed. Um, actually, funny, about, funny thing about that, Snoop Dogg said that he has never, ever been smoked out by anyone in his life until really? he met Willie Oh, for he real? Finally, finally had to hit the I'm done button. I'm out. Ooh. You beat me. said Willie Nelson is the only person that ever outsmoked him ever in his life. Um, <laughs> this kind of started weird. Snoop asked Willie Nelson because he was so like, he knew about Willie Nelson. He's like, yeah. Oh, like, a lot of people kind of hold, rap artists hold older Americana and, and in fact, at the start of the song, the held him in high regard. At the start of the song, he gives a shout out to Johnny Cash, actually. I, yeah, I, I listened to like 10 seconds of it and I said to myself, I'm turning this off because I, I, I want you to talk about it before I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, this so is a yeah. shout out to my homeboy, Johnny Cash. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, the Don't original the original gangster or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Johnny Cash was like, sure, I'll take it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he, he wanted Will Nelson to be on a track, so he started sending material to him. Or he said he wanted to send some material to him. <laughs> and Will Nelson says, that don't really work like that. Mm. I said, I'm in Amsterdam right now doing a 420 festival come yeah. over play with me and we'll jam it out and he goes fuck so where better to do it mm. well I suppose maybe no Amsterdam yeah so places where it's grown is better like Jamaica might have been better but they're yeah. shaggy and shaggy have it all so up, yeah. Yeah. up yeah. Um, yeah they went over played the festival and they jammed this little song out and uh, I actually really liked this song I'm not all joking right. it okay I'd give it a, on a weirdness level Maybe a seven out of ten because it's weird, mm. but it's not like it's not. It's 
I, I thought it was really cool that they did a song together. It didn't blow my mind because it's yeah. sort of something that you would have seen before. Um, like when I when I listened to it, it definitely sounded like the the everlasting kind of waity forward stuff. Like to the point where yeah, that's it the like guitar. He wrote yeah. it. it sounds like he wrote it, but at the same definitely. time, somebody doing that like acoustic guitar with that kind of rap singing, it's automatically going to sound like fucking yes. everlast. Like automatically, exactly. But I don't really like everlast weirdly. Not really. I know it's it like this, so I just need I need uh, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg singing it. Yeah, uh, they Snoop Dogg said after. They finished recording this. They jumped in the van, stoned out of their bin, got, went mm. down to Kentucky Fried Chicken, which <laughs> happens to be their both of their favorite places to eat yeah. in the world. Um, they're ordering a chicken, a big big bucket of chicken, and they both put their hand in and grabbed the same bit of chicken. And Snoop Dogg said, "I'm sorry, Willie Nelson. <laughs> that's, your, that's your." He said, "It's the be- one of the best moments of his life when him and Willie Nelson went to grab the same piece of mm. chicken." Um, I'd give that, a, give that a, a seven out of ten. Yeah, I would. I like it. Yeah, no, I do. I listen to it. It's kind of, yeah, like you said, it's definitely Everlast all over with that style. But uh, yeah, yeah, fair. If someone like yeah, someone that I grew up listening to does it. Now, this is definitely an absolute like gimmick of a song, really. Well, yeah, it's kind of funny because he also did a song with him. Then three years later, uh, Superman, and then. A year later, Willie Nelson had him on a had Snoop Dogg on his song called uh-huh. "Romeo." Mm. So um, they're kind of buddies, you know what I mean? They, they they tweet each other on Twitter a lot. And uh, mm. Snoop Dogg sent him a lovely Christmas jumper. Sent Willie Nelson a lovely Christmas jumper <laughs> instead of a Christmas tree. It was like a weed plant, and it's just oh, like awesome. smoke weed, smoke weed every day, and, it, and uh. it's class looking. Mm. And it's cool to see Willie Nelson on that. And yeah, I think they're like kind of respectful little buddies of each other and I thought that was cool um, yeah there's not a huge amount more to be said about my medicine it's, it's a catchy still little a, number still a weird fucking combo yeah in terms of like songs that's, that's a perfectly fine song Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson yeah mm. who's your next one next one doesn't make any sense at all well it kind of makes sense because both of them are kind of shams now uh, <laughs> the main main artist is Dappy who you may remember from N-Dubs who oh are, yeah, a Camden, Dort. Uh, yeah, Dort, uh, like a London hip hop group made of, I think it was two brothers and a cousin or three cousins or something like that. Um, <laughs> strangely enough, Endubs, a London hip hop group, uh, were signed to Def Jam Records. How fucking mad is that? I remember it being kind of big enough. Now maybe it's not shy. It's maybe just not my thing, and it's good in its own genre or whatever like that. But it never did end for me when I heard Endubs. No. I was like, Bleh. no, I think it's more uh, kind of. 
what do you call them uh, people who are not teenagers? They're but tweeners or something. Oh like, yeah, not kids or not teenagers. Tweeners, I think it's tweeners. Um, <clears throat> something like that. It's, it's it's for like fucking eleven, twelve year olds who think they're old. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're not. You know they don't they don't watch Barney the Dinosaur anymore. They're watching. I don't fucking know. Something. Yeah. With a little bit of fucking. Now they're the people doing TikTok challenges. Stuff yes. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so, Dappy from Endubs. Yeah, put, who's he with? He was putting, oh, no, out, one, he was putting out his uh, solo album, and word, word came through the grapevine oh, that he had a big. Yeah, big news. Big he news. Had a, he had a big fan in Brian May from Queen. Oh. <laughs> And he uh, he wanted to work together with Dappy. He thought Dappy was amazing. So uh, instantly, Brian May will do anything, man. <laughs> Brian May. Everybody in Queen have absolutely one hundred percent fucked Queen up. Like fucked oh, Queen yeah. up. They have literally run that band through the ringer so many fucking times that like the legacy is now tarnished. It's a fucking crying shame that one of the biggest and like greatest rock fucking operatic bands of all time. I know you're not a big fan, but like they're definitely one of the. I understand the importance of it. Yeah, like to to take that the singer fucking dies, and instead of like, all right, well that's the end of that then, or or whatever. Even Alice in Chains continued just putting out similar fucking material. You know what I mean? There's not Alice in Chains. (laughs) Yeah, but like (laughs) it's just just too much. There's too much going on, and it's fucking they like uh, Brian May had previously he had worked with uh, five. Doing oh, fucking right, yeah. We will rock uh, you with rap bits uh, and everything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, stop it, it. I think now Brian May seems like a lovely fella, and if you, oh if, yeah, like thankfully he's getting better now. Do you see what you get when he's he got broke his arse? Yeah, did you hear what happens? No, he, no, they found three clogged arteries. Oh fuck, he could have been done if he hadn't have that thing hadn't happened his arse. Whatever clogged arteries in your brown eye. Like, I think what that's what about. happened. I think that's how he strained or tore his gluteus maximus uh, because he had fuck. yeah. So uh, yeah, he seems like a good dude. In all interviews he seems sound. Yeah, and he's, he's very. Uh, I think he, isn't he a professor of astronomy or something as well? Don't know. I know he he, yeah, he's his, like he's super he's fucking intelligent. Guitar, didn't he with his dad? Him and his dad made I think so, and he still he uses that guitar. It's great guitar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he he approaches Dappy. He's like, "Listen, I'm gonna get involved, man, in your uh, in your new your new fucking album." So Dappy's like, oh, "This is 2012." So Dappy's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna write a song for you." Uh, and he writes a song called "Rockstar" and gets Brian oh, May in. Oh, oh fucking hell! <laughs> now it's oh, exactly Daff, Dappy. To be fair, thinking outside the box there. Yeah, really, yeah. Put, really putting the strain on. That's not only is it meta forward thinking. Yeah, uh, it's just incredibly clever. So, it's such kind of left field thinking. You know, he has he's called a song Rockstar, yeah, Doi. Which, ju- which juxtaposes absolutely nothing and references directly the person. Uh, yeah. Now, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something weird about this song, right? This song sounds really nice, right? The way it's produced, it's like mm-hmm. way ahead of its fucking time. Whatever, I'm not I'm never gonna listen to this song ever again. I'm never gonna listen to this album, even if fucking Dappy and his producers invented this style of fucking music. I don't care. I don't care. Someone else came along and done a fucking better afterwards. But uh, you'll hear a little bit. I'm going to jump it back a tiny bit. You'll hear a little bit about what. Let, let me just play it here because you, you have to hear this. Right. Now. 
Right, there you go. Right, that's fucking Dappy and Brian May from yeah, Queen. It sounds exactly like how I thought it would. Yes. Uh, the guitar the guitar sound, like, obviously is grand on it. He brings it's all his own gear. Brian May is fucking guitar yeah. sound. You know what I mean? With a little oh, bit do of not fuck up my guitar sound with your production. Don't overcompress the shit exactly. out of everything. Exactly. Yeah. Let, it, let, it, let it fly. Um, but yeah, that sounds like any sort of club Rihanna fucking hit from the mid fucking whatever's as well. Like, yeah. that whatever style they were trying to ape or maybe they invented I don't fucking know but also do you know what that do you know what that could be from like the, the title of like maybe not a, maybe not a Disney thing but a DreamWorks thing about like a, a, a truck that came to life or something like that <coughs> yeah Rockstar yeah. that's the song from <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, the montage yeah. that's exactly the yeah. song from montage yeah. not quite Disney the DreamWorks are some smaller company yeah. and we need that we have to kind of kill song like you know, Pharrell Williams does the thing for Despicable Me. We need something like that. And we need, like, for the competition in this thing, we need that, that song, that yeah. rock yeah. star, something yeah. a rock star. Yeah. That's what that I've is. I've been living like a road car. Yeah. I'm a race car <laughs> buzzing down the road. Everybody's <laughs> trying to pass me. Weedle-do, weedle-do, weedle-do feature. Stay in your own Exactly, yeah, exactly. Do you know what? If it was one of them fucking Pixar fucking songs, it probably would have been a big hit as well. It definitely has that modern yes. Disney feel, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, does. The, the Wu-Tang remix of fucking Let It oh. Go of Frozen. Featuring like, <laughs> <laughs> Raekwon, the chef. You sound black. I'm pretty sure that doesn't, uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that doesn't even musically work there. It does, yeah. It does. Yeah, it's yeah, but that sounds, okay. that's, that's wrong. Shut up. I'm in the Wu-Tang clan. Shut up. Take it. Wrong is right. Don't tell yeah. me what to do. But yeah, that's uh, an absolute abortion. Um, that's yeah. the, that, that was the second single as well. So he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't even that confident enough to lead with it. So we obviously had no. some sort of like Camden Town. Well, he doesn't. Banger. He doesn't want to get the fucking word out that he's a smelly rocker mm. hanging around with other big smelly rockers. Yeah, exactly. Is, it, is, is he a man from Queen what had AIDS or not? No, it's the curly haired fella. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that the dead fella? No. Yeah, <laughs> Queen are deadly. Yeah, yeah Queen had a. They support five attack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like this new fella, uh, fucking and, new and fella. Robbie Will- and Robbie Williams, man. and Robbie Williams. Like, honestly, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Of course. Yeah, right. Course. Though that queen, that queen name has been. That's one thing Kiss haven't done. Yeah, to be they've fair been. To Kiss. They've yeah. they've sold their their merch and they've pimped their stuff out to an obscene degree. But yeah. you don't see them going like, oh, let's do loads of songs with fucking. Uh, Fucking X Kishi X Nine or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like they 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 sold their soul with their merch. Six Nine X, whatever fine. the fuck his name is. Uh, Kishi Six Nine, yeah. Um, like they they sold their soul merch wise, but that's fine. Loads of bands do that's perfectly fine. You know? I think that's all right. Yeah, that's, that's do it. Right. You know, if yeah. Kunz want to buy it, buy your fucking coffin and your shoelaces. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, but when it comes to those, like, like Brian May is probably sound as fuck. He's hanging out. Like, but it's this. I would love to get a videotape of all the awkward moments in the studio between him and a lot of uh, dopes. I'd yeah. pay just to watch the awkwardness 100%. of Brian May and Dappy's uh, fucking entourage. Their little interactions. Sorry, mate. Are you the producer? Yeah. Oh, fucking Brian May. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to pay for it. footage yeah. of all all the times he's fucking ran into one of Five's girlfriends. Who are you? Are you? Are you? Are you, are you my? Are you my fella's dad? Yeah. No. Have you got my curry? Brian. Where's my yeah, curry? Where's my delivery man? Where's yeah, me exactly. curly? <laughs> exactly. All right, curly, curly there. Curly, are you in the are you yeah. in the band? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lift that bag. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I, I personally believe that Brian May is the worst culprit out of all them for it. But I do believe that he genuinely just likes playing music. Yeah, and yeah. I genuinely believe that 
he thinks that by jumping on little projects and doing like five and Dappy or whatever the fuck, he is kind of yeah. keeping the legacy of Queen alive. He I know, I get it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I get well, it. He's he wrong. Is, he's the, yeah, but he is wrong and he's the yeah. Samuel L. Jackson of music. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> Samuel yeah. L. Jackson music. Never say no Never. to a gig. Yeah. Is Never there, say no to a gig. Listen, there's a fucking title sandwich in it for you. Fucking no water, mommy boy. Mommy boy. You got the taxi uh, and I'm in it. So, like, Brian, would you play with Scooter? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not a million miles away. <laughs> that's not far off. It's really not. Uh, who is your next one? My next one is, I don't know how weird this one is. All right. But it is DMX okay. featuring Marilyn Manson. Hmm. I mean, it's definitely uh, juxtaposition of genres, but that's not, yeah. that they're both dark artists, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and, one, one, and this was a really horror themed album from DMX mm-hmm. Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Yeah, um, a big one. Yeah, it was. I read that this, that, that album from 1998, this song is Omen, by the way, featuring Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. and it's it's all right, like it's grand, it is cool. It's, it's not one of my favorite ones off this album. Yeah. I do listen, it's as, as, as homophobic and transphobic as this album is, which is not cool. Mm. Fucking some bangers on it. Some awful deep-seated hatred bangers <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. fucking album. I listened to them. I was going to say listen to them uh, in secret, but now that I've said it on the podcast, listen to them. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't agree with some of the stuff he says. But um, I read it, that this album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, he's a bad man. He's we, a bad we've just, we've discussed yeah. more. Yeah. We've discussed yeah. more in detail how bad this man is. He's not, yeah. not a nice, not a particularly no. good man. No. Although he'll keep going, I'm into God and shit. Oh, he's mad for God. Though? Mad Are you God. though? Yeah. That's not. That, that's stop doing bad bullshit. stuff then. Yeah. Yeah. Stop saying mad that's, shit and doing weird that's shit. That's a load of bollocks. Yeah. yeah. Stop doing cockfighting and all. Yeah. Actual or dogfighting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actual dogfighting. Didn't we talk about him before that he didn't show up to his own uh, his own fucking uh, comeback tour? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. God. Yeah. He didn't. That show is up not to his the own way. Comeback. That is not the way to come back. Yeah. He uh, anyway. Lads are on stage <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, I'm going back to rehab or something, oh, whatever." God. This album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, uh, meant that, this is what I read now, I think it's, mm. I'll, I'll let you decide. I read that that going to number one meant that DMX was the first rapper to drop two number one albums in the same year. Mm. But I checked it out and it was it, actually Tupac, or was it? Because one of them was Machiavelli, under, not under Tupac's under a name. Under different name. So DMX has the long title of, First rapper to drop two number one albums in the same year with the same name, mm. <laughs> with my own fucking name, uh, without running off under a different name. Um, it's a bit of an asterisk fucking record, really. Yeah, it? it is a bit like that, yeah. So yeah. the song um, Omen lyrically and thematically continues on for where the movie Damien, uh, the Omen, yeah. left off. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, which is a terrible idea, but it's, it's fine. Yeah. So... This came about because Swiss Beats, the producer, who's fucking fantastic, amazing, yeah, beat maker and producer, he was unbeknownst to a lot of people at the time working with Marilyn Manson, Limp Bizkit, mm. and not getting credited. Like they, he didn't care that he wasn't getting credited. Mm. He didn't want to be credited because he didn't want that that stigma of working with rock acts when he should be keeping it, making rap artists bigger and stuff like that instead of mm. you know basically making white artists bigger. So. Um, he was in the middle of doing the DMX thing and he was like, this song is very, very sparse. It could do with mm. something else. I know this guy, Marilyn Manson, you know, he's like, there's no, there's no information on what DMX thinks of Marilyn Manson. So it can only be negative. Yeah, probably. 
Probably he called it F word straight off the bat. Mm. A rock, a rock beep, mm. <laughs> beep, and uh, definitely having long hair. You know, whatever. DMX probably went, fuck it, he's huge right now. 1998 Marilyn Manson is fucking massive. Big um, a year later, Marilyn Manson, I think, was in Eminem's video. So he's kind of associated with rappers a, mm. a little bit. Actually, last year he was in a Gucci Mane fucking song. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's, there's not much to be said about that song. Yeah. I, got, I think it is a weird combo. Not weird at the time, but looking back, you think that Marilyn Manson being on a DMX album is like he wasn't even in the on Eminem song, on yeah, Eminem song, in the video. just the video for where he's referenced. Yeah, it. and they blame it on Marilyn, Marilyn, and the Ford Focus. <laughs> Look Tell me this because it's it's years since I heard this fucking song and I didn't I didn't yeah. listen to it on this playlist yet. Does it sound like the Marilyn Manson bits are just shoehorned in, or does it sound like they were written for him? No, it sounds like they're written for him, but it's it's it sounds not good. Like Marilyn yeah. Manson's almost singing too low of his range. It's mm. that dragon mm. thing. Um, so it's really an emptyish song that he's put out. It's kind of sparse in the way to make it feel like it a distant horror kind of feel. Yeah, yeah. But it is shoehorned in a way that no, he cuts out for Marilyn Manson's own hook. He sings the hook of the song. Okay. This is like uh, snakes and rats and cats and dogs mm. and things from Halloween. This and is Halloween. Yeah. This is Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, Here stick it on there. You'll hear, legs. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear it for yourself. So this is, uh, yeah, you'll hear it. You'll hear the bit I'm talking about. Yo, I got you. I'm in the catch 22. The niggas got to pay. But I know he gonna be asking for a favor one day. But fuck it. I ain't got no choice in the matter. The fact that killed my people. And I want to see him splatter. That's what I'm talking about. We ain't on no kids yet. Remember you the same gun that you killed them two kids with? Is that hard to live with? Nah. So you feel a player? But what you want from me? I'll tell you later. Snakes. Rats. The cat. Okay, all right, got it now. I get it. Yeah, so that's obviously the the Marilyn Manson singing and is the the Owen reference. Yeah, um, it's fine. It's yeah. grand. Like it's better songs on the album. Yeah, that that's a, I I'll, really like the album, but again, although it's just it gave him a focus to sing about Damien. Stop oh. saying nasty things about gay people for like a minute. Yeah, and just, even at the start of it, at the start of it, he drops like. Three Fs. Oh, he's a folk off for it. There's bits, there's bits of songs that I like, songs of his that are big, kind of like DJing songs, and you have to, you yeah. always have to like cut out the first 15 seconds and try and like slide <laughs> the it in. 15, <laughs> the first 15 <laughs> seconds is just cruel, cruel yeah, bullshit just, from him, to be perfectly honest with just you. Just going after like random <laughs> subsets of humans for no reason. Shut up, let's do the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like party up in here and all, and fucking oh, X going to give it to you. Like, just get yeah. into the bit, will you? Get into the your whole bit. your whole crew. That's off this album as well. And that's, yeah. I, I wish. Give me that album with like a hundred percent less horrible fucking shit. Someone just needs to come in. Whoever he signed with needs to say, "Listen, here's a list of words you cannot say. Just yeah. here's six words, and you do whatever else you want. 
You can figure out a way of walking yeah, around about, them. like covering herself in blood and yeah. killing kids and killing Having, horses or whatever. Yeah, it's literally one of the most infamous album covers in hip-hop history. Like, it's yes. fucking beloved. It's it looks him amazing. covered in blood. Yeah. And the ex is making two horns on the top yeah, of his head. It's fucking savage. Like, just, you, you're a famous fucking rapper, man. You don't, need, you don't need to be a prick. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has, yeah. even Eminem's done some pricky stuff. But, like, as long as it's not the basis of your entire fucking kind of skill set, you get away. Yeah, you know. You'll well, get away I like when he's just out. talking about was like prison, prison, prison. Yeah, uh, I'm a bad motherfucker. Even though I accept some of the god stuff. Yeah, I, I substitute all your evil shit about yeah. fucking trans people, fucking whatever, and then put god stuff in. And even though I hate that almost as much, yeah, that's not as bad. Uh, I'll take it over now. Um, that's DMX featuring Marilyn Manson, uh, Yeoman. Who who's your next one? My next one is is my favourite one, um, for absolute oh, batshitness. I'm looking and, at it here. Yeah, oh, it's God. fucking now. The main artist is Brad Paisley, who I had to do some research on. Uh, he's huge. He's a he's huge, huge. Uh, country artist. Yeah, massive. Huge. He's one of these. It's not quite bro country, but it's maybe fifty percent bro country and fifty percent. No, it's new. It's new country where yeah. it's like yeah, yeah. So he's God. It's fucking hard to say. So yeah, it's not it's not it's not as in depth. He's not singing sad no. shit. It's still, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, he's um he's so famous. He's been in South Park as himself. Like he's appeared as Brad Paisley. Yeah, in South taking Park. the piss out of himself. Yeah. I think isn't he the guy that sings about the, the Twin Towers? Because they oh, take the remember. piss. I think he's the guy. I think he is. He'd sing a song about anything like that. Yeah, and the Twin he, Towers came down like our freedom. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those. they took the piss out of him, and then he came on and I was like, yeah, fuck. Him. Hit me laptoping him. Um, so it's Brad Paisley with special guest LL Cool J, and uh, the song, the song is called "Accidental Racist." So you can you can tell what we're into here. So yeah, uh, I was reading about this. I don't I don't know fair whack of research about this song just to find out what the fuck was going on. So Brad was a fan of LL Cool J and he approached him. He was like, listen, man, we need to, you know, bridge the gap between our two peoples. And, uh, <sighs> we have to figure out a way where, uh, you know, we, we can still have Southern pride, but like, you know, it's not hateful. So maybe if we get like, you're a real famous rapper. And, uh, so maybe like if you come in and do some, some, uh, raps, you know, some rappering on my album, then, uh, maybe, you know, we can bridge the gap between, you know, Southern pride and, uh, and, and Black Pride, and maybe, you know, we can we can forge a new path together. So LL Kill J, yeah. being LL Kill J, is like, this fucking dude is huge as well. Like, he's fucking, he's a monster um, in his field. So maybe I'll, I'll fucking sell an album or two off the back of doing this song. So they get together to do the song, <laughs> Accidental Racist, in 2013, uh, off his album, Wheelhouse. And uh, fuck me, man. Like, whatever about, <laughs> whatever about Brad Paisley's lyrics, like, LL Kill J just does himself no favors. I know what I mean. Yeah. No favors whatsoever. Like he, this song. Uh, let me just play it because uh, let me play it. <laughs> let me play like this. Half don't want to hear it, but come on. Wait, you hear this? I'm about to see. Southern blame. It's getting hip hop. It's getting hip hop. Did you hear it? 
Dear Mr. Yeah. White Man, I wish you understood what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Uh, Just because my pants are sagging doesn't mean I'm up to no good. Uh, you should try to get to know me. I really wish you would. Now my chains are gold, but I'm still misunderstood. I wasn't there when Sherman's march turned the South into firewood. I want you to get paid, but be a slave, I never could. Feel like a newfangled jangle dodging invisible white hoods. So when I see that white cowboy hat, I'm thinking it's not all good. I guess we're both guilty of judging the cover, not the book. I'd love to buy you a beer, conversate and clear the air. But I see that red flag, and I think you wish I wasn't here. I have to turn it off, I have to tell you. I have to read out some of LL Cool J's lyrics, right? Um, <laughs> okay, so Robert E. Lee was the leader of the of the fucking Southern Army, the Confederate Army, right? Yeah. So one of his, his lyrics was, Rip Robert E. Lee, but I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Next lyric, if you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget about the iron chains. Next lyric, if you don't judge my do-rag, I won't judge your red flag. Are you fucking for real? Are you fucking for real? This song lit a fire under everybody to the point where, <laughs> yeah. to the point where uh, they made, they done a big parody of it on Saturday Night Live. We keep talking about Saturday Night Live tonight, actually. But they done a big parody with uh, like fucking Keenan and I can't remember who the fuck else was in it. Um, pretending to do this song. And... Um, uh, the whole idea behind the song was supposed to be a magical song that cured racism. So oh, they, yeah. they would tour around America playing it and ropey people that heard it all of a sudden would be cured of their racism. Um, the, oh, fucking hell. One reviewer called it the most politely toxic album to drop on the air. <laughs> like, it's fucking brutal. It's fucking uh, What year was this? Uh, 2013. Right, because do you remember... Near a few years ago, a song came out called "I'm Not Racist," and I had two guys—a white guy and, and a rapper, black rapper, rapping against each other, kind of—and it was about like the same sort of thing. Of it was, it, it wasn't as bad, but it was to me, it was equally as cringy. Ah, yeah. Do, your man kicks the chair away, and they hug each other at the end. Uh, like it can't and, be, it can't be done. And no, no, no one I know, apart from the certain people that you know, will share this kind of thing, yeah. and they sit back and go. There, I did my bit. Fixed it. For, ra- for racism. Yeah. Fixed it. Yeah. I signed exactly. a petition. Fixed it. I did Sorted. my bit. The oh, f- God. The, the fact that it goes from like your normal kind of fucking whinge and guitar show and then it, go- it lets the guitar ring out when you hear it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. It's fucking LL Kill J's bit. Like his fucking, like Brad Paisley's drummer couldn't play a 4 4 B. You know what I mean? Like, we have to be electronics that, like, some of the Nashville best musicians in the entire world. Yes. You can. Yeah. yeah, like here, to listen to this. Yeah. Listen to one hip hop song. Now I need you to just to give us something like that that's real basic because the, the emphasis is going to be on the, on the rhymes and the vocals. Uh, like, like you said, best musicians in the entire world, they're not going to turn their nose up. They're going to go, oh, something new and cool. All right, deadly. No, Brad yeah. Paisley's fucking producers like, listen, man, I'm after downloading Fruity Loops, right? I'm after getting Fruity Loops and Ableton, and I'm going to bang together this little eight bar fucking stomper. I'm going to be producing LL Kill J's next album I'm telling you this, he's yeah. gonna love it he's gonna fucking love it and there's all like these like fake uh, 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 like scratches like vinyl scratches in it as well it's fucking dire it's you dire see, that, that to me 
that to me, El Kill J, it's not really up to me to tell or to even slag El Kill J because I'll slag Brad Paisley about mm. it because my face looks more like his face, so I can say that. So, but I can't say anything about what El Kill J did. It's his business. Just, but I still have to say, it's fucking shocking that he didn't come up with something less absolutely bog standard and yeah. obvious. It's yeah. actually, it's almost, a, it's a parody in itself. It does. It sounds like, it sounds like a, a joke version of a, a shit song. Yeah, and it does. that doesn't like, make oh, a God, imagine, imagine they did a song. Imagine they, and that the name of it. This actually sounds like a South Park song. Yeah, it does. One hundred percent sounds like. It. Anyway, accidental racist. That was Brad Paisley and LL Cool J with accidental oh. uh, racist, and uh, it's real bad. Who it's is your last ac- one? Not, it's not an accidental banger, anyway. No, it's, it's definitely yeah. not. Here's your next one. My last, last one, one is yeah, it is Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Featuring, I remember getting this album and then seeing this, and I, I should have known that. I wasn't reading too much about this album, but then when I saw who it was featuring, I was like, what? Yeah, I remember as well so getting this X, song. XXX X, 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 X is the name of the song, Triple mm. X, featuring U2. That's not too mental. It's like an extremely advanced, way better version of Brian May featuring Dappy. Mm. Because what you have is Kendrick Lamar who I'd consider to be the best hip-hop artist in the world mm. right now. Uh, is that album, the album that this is off, Damn, was certified triple platinum. Yeah. Won a, it won best best rap album at the Grammys. Super album. And it won, it won a fucking Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. And, uh, and it has, so he's the top of his game. You two are the biggest rock band in the world. Not metal band, rock yeah. band. Rock band, yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I mean, who's bigger? Noah. Cold, they're not as big as Coldplay are not as big as them. They tried to be, but no. So, in a way, it's not too weird that two people that big are. What happened was, right? He said he, Kendrick Lamar said he was working on a song with Bono and they couldn't really get it out of it. And mm. then when Kendrick Lamar went to make the album Damn, uh, he threw this Bono's bit on this song behind a drum beat and went, shit, that, that fucking works in the yeah. song. So, Bono f- found himself. Bang on another Grammy album, not his, yeah, of course, yeah, not his one, but it's in the middle of yeah. it. The biggest album of 2018 is Kendrick Lamar's Damn, no matter what anyone says, absolutely massive. Great album, so, super album, it's fantastic. Yeah, I have a lovely copy of it there with a lovely yeah. little signature from Kendrick. On the front. Ah, it has a little autograph, yeah. little Tupac. autograph on it. I heard you're hanging out with Coolio, so I want to be your mate as well. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's red, it's gorgeous, red as yeah. well. Um, <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's a ph- phenomenal album, I absolutely love it. Um, Kendrick Lamar so hang on Kendrick Lamar said that him and Bono were hours on the phone and uh, Bono imparted like loads of his wisdom about the music injury uh, so he got the, the Bono, Bono talk the Bono he got talk. the Bono talk Kendrick Lamar got uh, the Bono talk sick. hey man this is some of the things you need to do now that yeah. you're famous man stay get away from cat- the fucking cataract gear. glasses yeah man yeah. I tried to get Josh home but uh, he, he got lost down the rabbit hole man one of them I he couldn't already say. knows <laughs> yeah. 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 we uh, lost River, crazy legs Cuomo couldn't stop him partying you know couldn't stop <laughs> him at all <laughs> but you you Kendrick you've got a fire in your son I can see it I know man I know I want you to be really good oh, I know you do so anyway they did this song this is this is a good song yeah it's, it's not by far my favourite song on the album yeah. um, I'd give it a weirdness I'd only give it a 5 out of 10 Weird, okay, but it's still weird. It's All still right. weird enough, and it's the first one that popped into my head when we were doing this list. Like you said, we go and research more so we don't yeah. miss 
something that yeah. we have dislodged in our brain because of how much alcohol we fucking drink. We just forget things. Um, and as a result, I'd give it like an eight out of ten music. So give it, give yeah. it a little bash give there. A, um, a spinoli up there. Give it an old spender. A spender. Yeah. Touch my mama, touch my sister, touch my woman, touch my daddy, touch my niece, touch my nephew, touch my brother. You should chip a nigga, then throw the floor in his lap. Matter of fact, I'm about to speak at this convention, call you back. All right, kids, we're going to talk about gun control. Pray for me. It sits in really nicely to it. Yeah, it it's, uh, it's good. It's a, definitely, it, it, definitely doesn't, it doesn't uh, stink the album out with a gimmick that didn't need to be. Yeah, it's um, a suitable piece for a song like, like so. Yeah, like I said, if Kendrick Lamar is going to get a rock act, he goes for the biggest one in the world. Yeah, you two. But it's you two. Although I don't really hold him as high esteem lately. You know, musically, yeah, yeah. fine. Um, and actually, in the same year, you two had an album called Songs. Of experience, mm. Andy Lamar was on a track called ah, Get Out of Your Own. Okay. I was like repaying the favor. Yeah. Uh, Songs of Experience did not win a Grammy. No. Was that, was, that the the one, was that the one they pushed out to everybody's iPhone? No, that was uh, Songs of Innocence, which is actually not a bad album. Mm. That's not a bad album. I think that's the one. They, but this is, they went, uh, I was reading about it. They, they learned their lesson this way. They got their fan listing. Imagine having a fucking like U2's fan base listing. Mm. They've got people's addresses and phone numbers and everything. They uh, mailed postcards from U2 saying this album was coming out. Much less invasive yeah. than downloading it onto your fucking phone device. Yeah, sort of I it. remember turning the phone on one day. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, like, why have I got less space? Because iPhones are shy for uh, storage yeah. space. They're dirt for storage space. So... And it was it was downloaded like it was sitting there waiting for me. What the fuck is yeah. this? And I never listened to it because of that. Yeah, like I don't care how good that album mm. is. Do not push that on me. No, mm. I hadn't. I didn't have an iPhone at the time. I think I had an iPod, and I think it. Yeah, anybody with an iTunes account got it. <clears throat> so yeah, if you had so. any sort of device for iTunes, it just landed, which is bullshit. So, they thought they were fucking. They were great. They did, and if you yeah, like that's that's the ego. Mm. Look, I know what they're saying. Gave it to someone for free, but it still has to be a choice. You don't ram uh, a giant like VHS through someone's letterbox. Exactly. I don't want that. I don't, yeah. Hang on a second. If I, I do, I'll know. get it. You, I'll yeah, go out and get it. The problem was it took up space. It's only yeah. digital space, mm. but it's also the the fucking. It didn't feel right, like a right thing to do. No, but this uh, invasive. Yeah, it was invasive. But, um, mm. th- this album, uh, yeah, I didn't really ever listen to uh, Songs of Experience. It, doesn't, it got mixed reviews. I remember coming out and I was like, yeah. Right. Um, you two will still come up with the odd banger every now and then. But um, yeah. then again, he's doing stuff like, you know, that horrible video we did when the corona broke and he was in quarantine, locked and going Bono seems like a bit of fucking crack, man. Like, he, yeah. Fucking drink the bollocks off you. I'd say he's a good gargler. I'd say he's a good I, gargler. I, t- I think he is. One of the best yeah. in the country. Mm. Like he can hold himself down well, real fucking well. So anyway, we went through twelve of what we consider to be 
the most unusual collaborations or unexpected anyway. Yeah. And um, that was that. Yeah, that, that was, was fucking that. That was fun. I'd fun uh, trying to find batshit mad ones. I'd fun <laughs> researching them. Um, so uh, hopefully we get we we have a few more of those in the in the, in the coming months. Because uh, yeah, although I think I think we, we're due. We're, we're due a big dirty researchy one now, same one as well, I think. A big filth one. Yeah, the Cold War was a bit researchy. Yeah, exactly. I think we're, we're, we're due another, like, fucking one of that, 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 that. Oh, yeah. Wire. Um, so, uh, the usual show, you can get us on patreon.com forward slash lost art podcast. Um, five dollars a month. Thank you. If you do it, if you don't do it, think about doing it. It really helps. Um, if you don't want to spend five dollars a month, that's fine as well. Go to facebook.com or whatever you are fucking media platform is share this rate review subscribe all that yeah, shit yeah like I know for a fact you love this episode so share yeah. this one share yeah, exactly. this one especially because we didn't talk too much about bodily fluids and yeah. <clears throat> and there is definitely some mad interest in stuff in this so please share this one right now don't think about it just go share it on your phone do share, it. you don't share. even have to write a big spiel about like no. how much you love there and just, just, just hit out. the button it press helps. the button that's all it takes yeah. um, hey, we are back cap in hand with the share exactly. we'll do it do it we're back uh, this Saturday night, as always, doing our live radio show from 10 o'clock uh, Irish time, GMT, or whatever the fuck it is, yes. uh, from 10 till around 1 o'clock, uh, drinking and pretending we're in a pub, DJing, talking shit, and it's yes. great fun. Join us on Mixler.com. Uh, you'll find us at Mixler.com forward slash lost hyphen art hyphen podcast. It's links are on the Facebook and all that shit. You'll get yeah. us there. Uh, but until uh, Saturday, or possibly even next Monday for the next podcast, We will see you then. Good night. See you.